We're here. What up? We are. I beat you to it. We <laughs> beat. Figures. So, how are you doing, Forrest? I'm Forrest. I'm here, and I'm glaring at my brother Joss through my Jason mask. What's up? I am not your brother anymore. We are enemies now. Actually, Voorhees, does Voorhees even have a brother? He didn't have a brother. He had a mother. Yeah. And he had a lake. That's a- about it. <laughs> His closest living relative was a lake. <laughs> I think in the last Jason movie that, that they make, they need to have him... They need to have a nod to a, a van somewhere, and he crawls in it and goes to sleep, so we can say that he lives in a van down by the river. <laughs> but it would be a lake. Well, either way. Would it be an estuary? I don't know. I could look it up, but I'm not going to... Fun fact about the next Jason movie is that it will be the 13th Jason movie. Mm, so what? I wonder if there's going to be all sorts of bad things that happen on the 13th, 13th, the I, I bet the, I bet the film set is going to be rocked with paranormal activity. If the fans don't do it, then I mean... And near-death experiences. They're, they're failures of fans, so... Speaking of failures that? to fans, have you heard what Blizzard done? Enlighten me with your were wisdom. They, were they cold? <laughs> did, they, did, did they give a cold? Yeah, did they're they trying to snow out their shoulder? public appearances by uh, their Q and A for BlizzCon, which is, I believe, this week. BlizzCon's coming up, and they decided that instead of having an open Q and A like they normally do, that they were going to let people have a Q and A panel, but they were going to have all their questions in card format. So you submitted it into a card and put it in a box, and then they were going to ask the questions on a live stage panel and answer them to you that way versus you walking up to a mic and saying, why does Blizzard suck? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're caught unaware and they have to be like, um, well, see, what happened was... I hope they realize they're going to have about four serious cards to answer. Probably. The rest are going to be like, fuck you guys, you know, just drawing middle fingers and dicks on it and shit. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do for my Q&A. <laughs> it's gonna be- that's uh, that's kind of a big jump between <laughs> middle fingers and dicks. That's kind of a. Uh, isn't there something you can put in the middle? A couple inches. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, after all the clout of the Hong Kong scenario, I I don't understand why they think that this is going to be the thing to fix it. People are already talking about going and uh, protesting it to begin with. So better bring a coat. Yeah, uh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> it's gonna be blizzardy. So, Ooh, burr. Yeah, I've a burn, if, I, if you will. I've, it's Ooh. everyone's keep saying like, is Diablo three gonna save or Diablo four? Correction, Diablo four gonna save BlizzCon? And I don't know. It, that's gonna be the bad thing too, because they were they were one of the top dogs, Activision Blizzard. Mm-hmm. You, if you've not noticed, everyone just keeps saying, "Well, it's Blizzard." If you look at all the news feeds and newsreels, it's like, "Well, Blizzard did this," and it's like, "Wait a minute, where's the Activision part of all this?" Because it's <laughs> it's Blizzard, Activision, or Activision mm. Blizzard. So, you know, and Call of Duty still sells well, even though it's a hot mess right now as well. Call of Duty's been a hot mess since Call of Duty Modern Warfare. 2. Well, I mean, this new one was was plagued with. Especially on Xbox, a bunch of crashes. Mm-hmm. And that's funny because everybody I've talked to about it, they're like, oh, we love Call of Duty. And my response is normally, I don't care. Get away from me, you freak. But no, they love it. And they're, it's the best Call of Duty that's ever come out because they're bringing it back to its roots. It's fucking Call of Duty. It's a first-person shooter. Yeah. I remember those games. I mean, it's I less mean, than that. Call I'm, of Duty is less than an FPS at this point. I'm sick of all of them, honestly. Exactly. Except for Call of Duty 2. 
Um, no, I, I seen a tweet earlier this week and it talked about a guy, uh, loading into a world where nobody else loaded in. He was on a multiplayer map and he could see through the ground and he could move, but there was no other people that loaded into the map that he was playing on. So, and he was stuck there and had to back out of it. And I'm not for sure if that's one of those games when you back out, if it considers you quitting a match, like if you get a penalty and for you get punished for it, yeah. Yeah, so that would stink if that happened yeah, to him. Yeah, a lot of games do that. So, but yeah, hmm. Blizzard still making a mockery of <laughs> of themselves. So, and you know, business practices in general, right? Uh, EA's also back at it with them popping back to Steam. They actually, for the first time since 2011. Have pub- are going to publish Star Wars uh, Fallen Order on Steam. They haven't, like I said, they've not had a game on there since 2011. I'll tell you what, that's a game I'm excited for. Yeah, uh, yeah. It that is all. <laughs> with Respawn behind it, though, like Respawn has hit like with stride. I've I have not played a Respawn game. Even the original Titanfall had its quirks and downfalls to it. But at its core, it, it really was good. Mm-hmm. And Titanfall 2 is still m- my favorite multiplayer game. If if I have a first-person shooter that I'm going to play online, to this day, that is the game. That's what you play. Yeah. We played uh, last week, or two weekends ago. Yeah, two weekends ago, we, we actually played. hopped in and played. We didn't play, we didn't play the Versus. We played the uh, Tower Defense. The Frontier. The mm-hmm. Frontier yeah. Defense. I mean, honestly, that's a good choice. There are good games. Oh, that's so good. I bitch all the time about crappy games, but that's because they're repetitive. Titanfall does something new, and that's the fucking important thing. Yeah. I, I was kind of shocked that Respawn got bought by EA back in, what was it, last year. But... Really, maybe that's what's going to keep that company hitting hitting every stride that they get. Because, you know, what's the other first-person shooter that they're rocking now? The one that's taken on, uh, oh, Fortnite. I can't think of the name of it. Oh, but, Overwatch. Not Overwatch. That's Activision. Uh, the, the, the Apex Legends. Mag. Oh, okay. Oh. A- yeah, Mag. Mag. <laughs> Mag. <laughs> PS3's Mag. No, uh, Apex Legends. It's coming back. We're bringing it back. We're taking it back. <laughs> and that's another one of those games that come out of left field. Nobody even knew it was coming until they said, oh, yeah, here's here's Apex. That was a smart... I'm sorry. That was a smart move on their hands because they were they were kind of in development of Titanfall 3, but mm-hmm. they weren't sure on how it was going to go. And then the big uh, Battle Royale games mm-hmm. were making their big impact. And they were like, you know what? Let's just get rid of the Titans. We'll make it a Royale game, and we'll just release it for free. Right. Um, but EA is, uh, you know, they've got their origins on PC. Uh, so all the games and stuff that you buy now, if you buy them on Steam, you should be able to cross-play with everything on Origins. I would hope so. Well, I did too, but I actually seen them make a statement calling it cross-play. And that's what... That's what irks me. I'm like, that's on PC. <laughs> it really wouldn't be that hard to play with other PC mm-hmm. players. Crossplay between a console versus a PC, that's a little different story. But when it's it's PC to PC, it, it should all be pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. I just know I can't so. wait for Titanfall 2K. <laughs> I've been waiting to make that joke for like three, three solid minutes. It's not even that great of a joke, but EA, you suck. I hate you. We love you. Send us money. Send us money. So... 
Uh, yeah, they're they are rocking that now. So good on EA for finally saying, yeah, we like money. <laughs> yeah, no we'll, sure. we'll go ahead and put on Steam. So, but uh, Josh, what what game have you been playing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish to share. I yeah. wish to talk. Destiny Two and Anthem. I watched. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so old news to me now because my they were old eye news when they came, when they were announced <laughs> when they were long when they, when they were released for purchase <laughs> well uh so and this was the main thing i want to talk about that's why he brought me in with such an awesome intro anyway so outer worlds so i like butchering intros that's fine and you all you butcher everything everything i know you're the reason i'm single you've ruined every relation you've been stealing all my, my girlfriends. the reason you drink <laughs> Dr. Pepper, yes. No. I'm about to say I'm the reason I drink, so You're the reason. Never mind. I'm gonna we're gonna avoid this and I'm gonna move on, shall Family we? Drama. <laughs> he puts there's, the funk in dysfunctional. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh so anyway. Outer Worlds. Yes. I've been playing it. Mark, I think last night I jumped on for about an hour and Nathan was playing it and you were playing it. Yes. So I am about seven hours into it. Really? And I've completed, as far as I could tell, every single quest available for the first area. I'm a completionist when it comes to games like that. I'm like, I'm not coming back to this freaking area. I'm going to do everything right here, right now. So hmm. I was level nine by the time I left it. Which Only level nine? Which isn't insane, but... Excuse me. For only having six or so hours into it, I think it's pretty fair. It's not extreme, but mm -hmm. anyway, I'm loving it. I'm loving the Outer Wilds. It doesn't worlds worlds. worlds sorry, those yeah. are two different games. Yeah, the Outer Wilds <laughs> is that one that was released a few. It was like six months ago. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I played that for like six minutes, and I was like, eh, "This is kind of neat," but <laughs> and haven't played it since. Anyway, been loving it. It's a lot of fun. The way I've been describing it to some people is they ask me, oh, how is it? I'm like, okay, it doesn't break any new ground. That's what everybody's been saying is that it's not reinventing the wheel. It's just making right. it smoother. Yeah, it does a very good job. It makes job. it prettier. Yes, mm -hmm. it, it makes does it more a very good job. Very good job. There's so many, so many uh, aspects of that game, especially with the character stats that I love. Uh, once you finally get so, before I even get into it, I'm going to discuss this and a few other games. And before we get too far into it, I'll just go ahead and say spoilers if you're listening to this because I am going to be discussing. Well, don't, don't, don't laden in too heavy with the spoilers because. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to write because you're not that far. <laughs> Mark's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I did the first listen. part of the main quest there where it's you have a choice to make and I made my choice. Uh, well, I'm just, I'm just giving little <laughs> things. I'm not going to give big, right. big things. Away. I mean, so, he, he is level nine. God knows he knows all the secrets. Dude, I know everything. I know what's in every ammo can. I know every enemy <laughs> weakness now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so eye. once you finally <laughs> unlock the ship, the spaceship, uh, once you get onto the second floor, there's a character, uh, I don't know, you can, there's a machine on there that you can use to reset your stats. So if, you don't like, you know, you can respect your character. Without. That'd be nice in some other games. This may or may not be based on. <laughs> well, it is by Obsidian. Yep, they do make games. And I can't remember. Uh, today at lunch, I was talking with a friend, and he brought up 
all the games they had made. I did I didn't realize they had made that many games. It wasn't me this time. No, it wasn't. I you. mean, to my knowledge, they only made two, or at least two really, really good ones. Star Wars. They made the uh, they second did. Knights of the Old Republic, mm-hmm. which a pity they never actually got to finish it. And then they also worked on uh, Fallout seventy six, New Vegas, or Na- New Vegas. Sorry, correction. Yeah, they New did, Vegas. They did yeah. New Vegas, which it. From I've never played it. It's I played three and I played four, and for some reason New Vegas just kind of went off the radar from me. Even though they had uh, shit, who's Hellboy? Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman voice in it, and I, and that well, would have set me into it. But honestly, uh, they kind of overshadowed New Vegas with they're like, okay, we need a filler project before we release Skyrim. So they they just were like, hey, we're gonna contract. Uh, Fallout to you guys, do whatever you want. But one of the original heads of the original Fallout games, 1 and 2, the guy who was planning to make Fallout 3 before it got sold to Bethesda, he got on board and made Fallout New Vegas. And it is a much, much better game than Fallout 3 in my opinion. I think I was talking to your girlfriend the other day and she said that maybe it wasn't her. (laughs) I mean, I... You talk to her often, do you? <laughs> you were there, probably. <laughs> you, you, you were there, too. <laughs> uh, so we were snuggling on the covers. Was it her talking about four? She had played four? Yeah, she plays four. Uh, no, it was somebody else. I play four as well. Would you fucking quit interrupting me, goddammit? it? <laughs> fucking no. hate him. Uh, no, it was uh, my friend at work. He said he had played through Fallout 4... One time. And he's like, eh, alright. And then he went back to Vegas, and he played Vegas like six times. Yeah, well, I mean, Fallout 4 is not a bad game. It, it's actually pretty good, but the problem is that every innovation that Fallout New Vegas made, it completely ignores. There are things that New Vegas did that pretty much were kind of sort of reinventing the wheel. Mm-hmm. And Fallout 4 is like, yeah, but Fallout 3 sold better, so we're going to stick with it. So there's less weapons, there's less... uh I will say that Fallout 4 does something that New Vegas didn't, and that is everything in the world is useful. Okay. You pick up a can of soda, it is useful. You can use the aluminum from it to make weapon mods. Right, well, 76 does that. Everything can be broke down to components. Yeah, but Fallout 4 did it first. Did they, though? Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, like like five years ago. And, uh, I forgot I was going. <laughs> I already lost my train of thought. It doesn't matter. Uh, but anyway... It's, it's funny that you can fix all the things in Fallout 76, but you can't fix Fallout but 76. But you can't fix Fallout 76. <laughs> uh, and did you see that they're going to add... You you can sign yeah. up for a subscription for a month. Yes. 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 Uh, my well, buddy was telling me about that. That well, is laughably horrible. Yeah, It's like 100 bucks, right? No, nah, it's not that much, but it's... It, it, it's it like is. A, you can pay yearly 100 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't read that far into the news blurb on it. Uh, I seen that... it. That they were going to do a monthly service, and I thought, what the hell? I was even like, wow, it costs less for Amazon Prime than it does for this crap, and your game's not even finished. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't going to play 76 at all, and then it wasn't selling, mm-hmm. so they dropped the price, and then it immediately went on sale on Xbox, and then I had a gift card for like 10 bucks from Xbox from mm-hmm. doing the quests, so I went ahead and I bought it for $10. <laughs> I mean, it had been out for a month, and I bought it for 10 bucks. Yep. And then not more than a few months later, Game Pass added it, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Game Pass has it, yeah. Yeah, so now it's on Game Pass. So I, I literally could have got it for Game Pass and not even paid a dime because I paid the monthly subscription to Game yep. Pass. 
Well, though, the, with Game Pass, though, games come and games also go from that service right. as well. So, I mean, it's kind of like Netflix. You know, Netflix, uh, yeah. you can watch it. Yeah, you can enjoy it. But it's it's one of those things, if you ever decide you want to go back to it, I don't know why you would, you can know. You know what I mean? It's not it's not something you're ever going to worry about losing. Uh, I, I cannot stress how much it infuriated me with 76 because it was such a busted game day one, which I, I get it. A big open RPG like that, MMO, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, you're going to have fundamental problems. It's understandable. WoW probably did. Most MMOs probably do. Every Bethesda game does. Every, Every. single one. Oh, yeah. They're all janky and broken well, as hell. Of them. There's all kinds of jokes about Bethesda. I'm that- playing version 1.0 of Fallout 4 right now, and trust me, there is some shit going on. But to have it go on for better part of a year... Mm-hmm. And then turn around and say, oh, well, uh, because all you guys have been loyal fans and you keep paying or playing, now you're going to keep paying. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're really going to charge people money for this train wreck? It's backhanded. That's I I made a joke about it. I'm like, how do you fix a train wreck? You send in another train. <laughs> Let's send in more trains. That'll fix it. But uh, the, the problem with 76 was that it had so many good promises. Like, it... It added a bunch of cool stuff. It added new things. It did stuff that New Vegas did that Fallout 4 ignored. I appreciated some of the things it was promising, and then it just absolutely butchered every promise it made. Thank you, Todd Howard. Yeah. Hashtag Dark Souls. Well, uh, it's one of those games that'll forever be on my digital uh, library list, but it's probably not going to ever get reinstalled. It will collect that digital dust. Yeah. One of my friends on Xbox... Uh, he's still playing it. He's like level 300-something on 76, and he's still playing. But, I mean, he's a Fallout guy. I mean, Th- I have a buddy who plays it relentlessly. Yeah. That's all he plays. Right. So, so I, yeah, I every, get it. Every game has the potential to be somebody's favorite. Mm-hmm. So, but with Outer Worlds... Right, though. Huh? I said not everybody's right, though. That's true. <laughs> with Outer Worlds, though, like, it takes... It, does, it doesn't have the jank of a Fallout. Mm-hmm. It... It feels like when you very first start in the game, you're just kind of thrown into this world and you kind of piece together where or what happened to you, where and what your narrative is and how did you end up here and you just kind of, you're off and running. It doesn't take a 30-minute buildup for you to figure out nope. how to how to map your way through the world or figure out the world. Granted, you know, you kind of know that just by playing all the other games, but... You know, with a Fallout game, there is this long, winding road that you kind of have. They always have this slow, methodical buildup. Right. Even New Vegas is guilty of it. It's a little faster with it, but it's still really guilty Well, of any, it. any RPG like that where it's dialogue-heavy. Yeah. Story-based right. games are going to have that. There's a couple parts where you'll run into new characters, and it's like, could you shut the fuck up? It just, yes. No matter what you talk to them about, it keeps adding more dialogue <laughs> options. I'm like... I was just looking for a freaking place to buy ammo. <laughs> I didn't need to know about the history of the freaking galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know, so that part is a little bit kind of... Uh. You know games that are really guilty of that, though? The, the slow build-up is fucking Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2? Oh, yeah, they were. Okay, Knights of the Old Republic 1, just to get there real quick. Okay, you wake up on a spaceship. Okay, you meet your crewmate. You gotta fight your way through the spaceship. You fight your way through that spaceship. You land on this planet. You go fight in an arena you rescue a jedi you find a ship you get involved with some drug lords you find a mandalorian okay cool 
Now you can actually play the fucking game. <laughs> right, you have to do all that. Just you have to, to go 10 hours into the fucking game to be able to play the game. The Outer Worlds has you start out. I'm going to go ahead and spoil just one part for Forrest. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a real early intro part. So this mad scientist finds you on a spaceship, mm-hmm. and it's called the Hope. It's a colony ship, and it's been lost. And everything, this whole solar system that you're in, in the game, mm-hmm. is all corporate-owned. So everyone was raised by corporations. So when you talk to people, they even have taglines that they are quote-unquote <laughs> contractually obligated to say. So when you meet the first character, he's like, oh, Marauders got me. I'm wounded. I can't fight. Here, take my pistol. Uh, remember, it's not the best unless it's Spacer's Choice or something <laughs> like that. The whole, the whole game is riddled. It, it, honestly, I think it's a, uh, it's a critique on corporate, the corporate world. Because everything is making fun of corporations. Mm-hmm. And it's a silly way of saying, this is ridiculous, but this is quote-unquote a possible future. It really if is, we're though. not careful, we'll be owned by somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's it's ham-fisted in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can, you can look at it and you can see the joke that they've been narrating and pulling together through all this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... It all it does give a good narrative too. It's not just a game that is just you know one liners and jokes and punches mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There is kind of an overarching narrative so far on the first planet that we've I've been in, I've encountered. Um, but for the most part, you know, you go into this. There's a civilization, and then you realize there was a split in the civilization, and you have to figure out you know which one was right in your own narrative, you know? Right. Yeah, you decide. You're, yeah. you're the judge here. And you ultimately do get that choice. You mm-hmm. do get that choice to decide which one you felt was right. And, you know, that kind of is the first several hours of the game. Is yeah. If you follow the story arc, that's what it is. You, you figuring out which side that you're taking in this stance mm-hmm. and, you know, ultimately, you know, kind of betraying the other one or, you know, making them see, look, this is the way I believe, this is my narrative, and this is how I see it, you know, you know, you have to kind of make sure that you you feel how you want to. You can mm-hmm. be a total prick, or you can <laughs> you can be the kind that feels like you're liberating somebody. Yeah, and those dialogue options so. are pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a well, flaw with these it, kinds of games in general. No, I enjoy it because you remember playing Mass Effect. I was gonna say the same thing. You'd play Mass Effect and you would read your dialogue option and you go, Oh, well that seems kind of that seems fair and then you would select it and then Shepard would be like, Yeah, well fuck your race and you're like, That's <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. That's not what it says. That's not what I chose. One of my favorites was in the <laughs> gameplay reveal for the first Mass Effect. Garrus is like, Okay, Shepard now we, there are some enemies over there, and I think that we need to go up on this ridge and, and scope them out. And Shepard, he's like, uh, I don't think so. But what you you click, I don't think so. But what he says is, damn it, Garrus, this isn't your choice to make. <laughs> right, like, you're like, that's not what I... No, no, <laughs> Whoa, no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, that was a step up. That was a jump. Yeah. That's uh, like going high to, hey, check me out! <laughs> it's like, dial it back a bit, Shepard. So at least yep. the, at least in this one, it doesn't do that. Because you'll have, one of your dialogue, your dialogue options will be like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the character will respond with like, "Well, that's your prerogative to choose or not." You know, <laughs> I mean, that's not a good example, but you I see, gotcha. my, at least my dialogue option transfers to the character as what it was intended, mm-hmm. instead of like we were just talking about where it goes hog wild crazy. No, 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 no. It's no. like Mass Effect Two, where everything is either bright blue or dark red, depending on what you want to right, do. Right, right. So anyway, um, 
like at the very beginning, the mad scientist rescues you, and he's like, oh, I need your help to find stuff to free the rest of your crew. And he throws you in a skate pod. You're like, you barely woke up. Uh-huh. That's part of the character selection. Like, creating your character. That If you notice, that's how he's selecting it is based upon your... It's kind of like your character selection or your character creation. And then he picks a pod, and that's the one he sends... So it just happens to be entwined in your yeah. narrative. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's it's kind of cool. I th- that it, is cool. It's almost like he's, I don't know, uh, well, the crane game. It, it kind of right. makes me f- <laughs> yeah. think of that. Right. You know? I can see that. I, I wish more games, more RPGs especially, would do that. Entwine your character creation in the narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often. It It's not deep. There's nothing like, you know, extensive to it or anything like that. It's not like you create it and he's just like, oh, well, you know... It it, it it it's one of those you could blink and miss it, but it's still one of those that's just enough. It's mm-hmm. unique enough if that you catch it, it stands out. You're uh, entertained by it. You're like, right. oh, that's neat. So he, he basically you just woke up. He puts you in a pod and he's like, bye. And he pulls <laughs> a lever and you shoot down. And as you're falling down the planet, he's like, all right, you're gonna meet. I think the the character's name is a uh, Nathaniel Hawthorne. Yeah. He's like, you're gonna meet Captain Hawthorne, and your pod crashes. And he's like, well, that's funny. His radio's gone silent. And you step out of the pod and you landed right on him. And he's like, I told him to place the beacon and walk away. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, well, and then of course it just, it sets the stage for the whole game. The, that way you understand like, this is not going to be a smooth ride. Sounds like Rick and Morty so far. Well, it's just funny. And then, and then I, the scientist, I can't remember his name that frees you. Basically he's like, huh? Well, all right. Well, good luck. You know, he's like, <laughs> well, tough shit. <laughs> your contact is dead. Big deal. Go do your thing. I don't know. So that sets up the it sets up the whole game for you, mm-hmm. and you keep running into situations like that. So that's it. It's just it's really fun. I like the character creator. I actually played it Friday night when it did it release on that Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I downloaded it. I got home. My son went to stay the night at a friend's house. So I popped open a beer. I'm already tired as hell. Uh huh. So now I'm drinking beer, which is gonna make me tired. And I've got my feet up, and it's about maybe 11.30 at night. Excuse me. And I've got a blanket on me. It's cold in the house. I'm too lazy to get up and turn the heat up. And I'm in the middle of character creator, and I just pass out. And I wake up about 5.30 in the morning, <laughs> and I'm going, oh, my neck is killing me. And I, as I woke up, I went, oh, man, I hope my Xbox didn't turn off. No, nope, it was still on the character creation screen. So I turned my controller back on, and I finished it up, and I played about an hour, and then went back to bed, and I slept till about nice. 9 or 10 or something like that. I'm about that. to say, you're pretty guilty of that. The first time I ever played Remake was with you, Resident Evil Remake, sorry, mm-hmm. on the GameCube. We played it, and I woke up, and you were just standing in a spider-infested hallway, and I'm like, <laughs> how, how long have we been here? Well, we didn't know, but when we beat the game, apparently we'd been playing for 17 hours straight, so <laughs> yeah. that tells you anything. Yeah, I did that with Resident Evil 3. Uh, the mm. power switch puzzle. I thought you'd tell me it was the water level puzzle. Maybe it was the water. I can't remember. There's too many fucking puzzles. There's too many puzzles. But I did that. I fell asleep during that puzzle for probably four or five hours. Mm-hmm. And But luckily, it didn't add to my game time. Being in the puzzle screen did not add gameplay. I don't know why. It normally would. But anyway, Outer Wilds is really good. Um, their stat, um, your stats screen is set up in a way very similar to D&D. I saw it, yeah. And to me, it's very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's simple. It's not overly complicated. You only get a perk point every other level. So that's, that's how New Vegas does it. Right. So that's nice because you're not... You still have to earn... 
uh, you get plenty of XP for doing simple stuff, mm-hmm. which I like. And I mean, you get XP for everything, from finding vending machine locations to discovering new locations. Yep. So, you know, it's very enjoyable. And then the perks make sense. Um, more carry weight. Uh, the ones I have activated are health, carry weight. Uh, I'm trying to think here. The other one is my walking speed is more than doubled. And then my sprint speed is like doubled. So nice. now I haul ass everywhere I go. So I really enjoy that because I hate games where the character walks too slow. Don't play New Vegas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I've also heard New Vegas has like vast swaths of desert with nothing but ants in it. Yeah, there's giant salt flats with just ants and mist. And I'm pretty sure that's to make the game bigger without actually making it bigger and putting stuff in it. Well, they it was supposed to be a bigger game. Uh, yes, it, it was. It was supposed to be a lot bigger. Vegas was... But then when they said, well, consoles have to run it. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have to cut, like, so much of our content. And I, I bet those desert areas were probably supposed to have more stuff in there. I don't... And some of them do. Like, some of them, if you actually venture into them, you'll find, like, a rocket launcher or something. Okay. I don't know. I don't normally do it. But th- there are things in there to find. Uh, I do know that someone is currently making a complete conversion mod for Fallout 4... That is all of New Vegas. And I've seen screenshots of it. Someone completely recreated New Vegas with Fallout 4's engine. And they're, okay. apparently they are making the game bigger. And it really looks good. Speaking of that, um, I got two things. Number one, there's a there's been a modding team working together. And they've been completely rebuilding Morrowind from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing that for years. And yep. I bet they're not even close to done because that's a huge-ass game. Yeah. By that time that it's done, they'll be like, oh, shit, we could have built this with, like, Unreal 7. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, well, that was the other one, too. Uh, there's been a guy I've been watching, checking him on YouTube. It's kind of old news, mm-hmm. but it's new to me. He's been doing Ocarina of Time with the fa- with the, uh, the the Unreal the Unreal engine, and it looks oh, amazing. Oh, yeah, that's really old oh, news, it, but it yeah. looks fantastic. It looks amazing. So I'm excited for that. EA just popped up on my uh, newsreel feed here. They just announced Battlefield 6. For really? 2021, 2022 window. I need to start okay. gambling pools on how often these games are going to come out in Battlefields and Call of Duties because I'm going to make fucking bank. If they just well, announced it, have they any details? No. On, like, it uh, ju- it just, they just gave a launch window. 2021 or 2022 is their launch window for it. Uh, I'm okay. going to say it's a first-person shooter. That's my guess. Oh, I bet you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet it's going to be massively, or it's going to be massive multiplayer. It's going to be massively fucking overpopular. Well, I know the other ones uh, on PC could have up to 64 players per map. So You want to know a fun fact? No, but go ahead. I mean, yes. In Maybe. Two, 2005, Battlefront 2 on PC could have 100 players. Damn. They're not reinventing the wheel anymore. <laughs> that is a lot of fucking people. Okay. I think it was... It might have been 50, but I'm pretty sure it was 100. You could yeah, be right. It's... It, I'm not going to fact check it. Video games don't really... Yeah, I, I mean, there's not a whole lot to reinvent anymore. I mean, there's times that you look at something and think, you know, this is the best for its time. But if you think about it in in a lot of fashions, is it really any different than what we had before that? No. Uh, they just deliver it to us with a lot more, you know, graphical mm-hmm. interface, a lot better mechanics. I mean, there's a lot more to it. But, I mean, yeah. Okay, I'll put it this way. When the first God of War came out, how many hack and slash games were there like that? Where you're where in a three D environment, you're 
everything, your combat system was based on combos. And you had to keep that combo going. Devil May Cry. That came out after God of War. Did it really? Yes. I thought Devil May Cry came first. I don't know. I know it was supposed to be Resident Evil 4. I know they came out the same year, but I'm pretty sure Devil May Cry came out afterwards. Okay. I could be wrong, but I know that God of War released in April. Okay. Of... 2005. Okay. I couldn't remember. I just remember the original Devil May Cry, like... Because I remember... It was very similar. You had to use your gun and your sword along with power. Uh, Devil May Cry came out in 2001. Damn. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because I remember playing that. I stand corrected. It is. I remember playing that in my barracks room when I was on active duty. I was yeah. on active duty from 2000 to 2004. Nerd. Yeah. That, and then there was also uh, Onimusha, too. I remember Onimusha. playing the hell out of on- Onimusha 3 had Jean Reno, and I fucking loved it. Yeah. Jean Reno. And Onimusha was also released in 2001. And they're also both Capcom games. And there was also Dante's Inferno. It was. Like I haven't even well. thought of that game. Until you just mentioned it. Yeah. Dante's well, it, I, no. it helped that I lo- was looking at Capcom's game list, too. Because as soon as I looked up uh, Devil May Cry, it popped up on I the I watched show. the uh, Dante's Inferno animated movie the other day. I hadn't seen it yet. It exists? Yeah, yeah it just... was one. It, came, it was on a... For me, it was on Amazon Prime. Hmm. It was one of those animated flicks where certain sections were animated by different people. Oh, like an anthology deal? Yeah. Kind of like uh, but it, they but did it, with The Matrix. Remember Animatrix? Animatrix, okay. yeah. But see, Animatrix was, uh, that was an anthology of different stories set in the but universe. Are you telling me like this, every layer of hell is animated differently? Yeah, kind of. That, that's how yeah. it should be. Yeah. It was cool. That is pretty It cool. was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> so yeah, the, I I think that's also, you know, that, that Hack and Slash series, you know, in a way, we had that before even that, if you think about it. I mean, Hack and Slash has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the air juggling and, you know, fighters have done, you know, air juggling and stuff like that for a long time. All they did was move it more into a three-dimensional realm and and embellish on it with an enemy. But that's more of an innovation than you would think because now you have more to worry about. There's enemies behind you. In a fighting game, there's two people. Right. Deal with them. Right. But in this... There are so many things you can do with it. Ninja Gaiden. They have flying enemies. Right. They have enemies that come out of the ground that tunnel around you. Right. Like, it's not reinventing the wheel, but it's doing it different. I love Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. It's differently enough that it feels like its own unique thing. Plus, it ran at 60 frames a second on uh, Xbox 360. That's fucking impressive. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's fluid motion. You, yeah. you got to see this shit, man. <laughs> no, I watched you play uh, Black. That was on OG Xbox, and it still had. Oh. It, it might have had 60 frames itself. I thought maybe Black was 30. It might be 30. Because that's the one where they had the audio porn. That was basically the gun porn game. That it was, you didn't hear, you didn't know about that. Okay, so Black, the reason why Black got so big is because they literally went out in the desert or went out and and shot all these guns. Ninja Gaiden Black. Oh, I thought you were talking about (laughs) the game Black. No, the game Black. No, that game is fucking guns the game. Dude, yeah. uh, yeah, We we, love Black. I played the hell out of Black. But well, the, continue your story. But anyway, with Black, they took all these games or all these guns, and they actually made uh, the sounds and stuff like that came from the real guns, guns you nice. know shooting and stuff like that. And they and that year at E three when 
when it was coming out, mm-hmm. when Black was coming out, they had a booth that you could go into, and they had all these speakers and subwoofers and everything like that, and basically made it like gun porn. So when you went in there, when you were firing the gun, mm-hmm. it was like a one-to-one sound profile oh, of so the gun. Loud as hell. So it was loud yeah. as hell, yeah. I heard Jeff Gersman telling stories of that on, on Giant That's Bomb. That's awesome. Yeah, he said like it was not. it's not something you want to do. Why, why can't we have that much dedication in games nowadays? I don't know. It's we do. Not... It's called Hideo Kojima. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's dedication to stay afloat. That's something slightly different. No, Hideo, Hideo has always been amazing with what he does. Yeah. And with that, you know Death Stranding got announced for PC, don't you? I thought you were going to say it was canceled. And I was well, that's cry. good news. Yeah. Well, yeah. People were kind of pissy about it, though. They were like, they said it was a exclusive. Now it's going to be on PC as well. What the fuck? Well, at this point, he's kind of hemorrhaging money, and he has to keep his studio Well, flow. I got a feeling that... Uh, ex- Kojima? No, exclusives are pretty much a thing of the past for the most part. Yeah. Well, it's coming in 2020. Halo. And, you know, here on PS4, it's going to come out November 8th. Uh, and especially since they canceled, well, correction, delayed The Last of Us Part Two right. till mm-hmm. next year, they need Death Stranding is kind of like their their Christmas push for right now. Right. Uh, so, I liked your tweet about The Last of Us Two. You're like, huh? It's nice to see a company actually take pride in their work. I I think we've discussed it before. I would much rather a company tell me. We're going to push this game back two years because we're not happy with it. We're not done. Right, and I'll be like, cool, thank you. I love it when they do that. Because I want your game complete. I don't want a broken game. Mm -hmm. That lets me know, too, that like my $60 or my whatever you end up charging me for my video game is not going to be as bad of a broken mess when I get it. Exactly. Just ask Atari with their new console. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or the lack thereof. <laughs> so. But Daikatana kind of did the same thing. It's always a slippery edge. Sometimes it doesn't always pan out right. But Last of Us 2, it's, it's fucking Naughty Dog. They're going to do it justice. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, the first one is... I never played it, I'll be honest, because mm-hmm. it wasn't my uh, forte. But I do watch gameplay clips, and I watch the cutscenes. I'm like, okay, and that's a pretty good movie. Its big claim to fame was its story, not really its gameplay. Right. right. No, I mean, I no, because I've seen gameplay of the bugs it has, where <laughs> he would tell the character, like, wait right here, and she's like, okay, and then follow him right into a tripwire. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jump rolls into it. <laughs> Fucking dive, dive kicks, grenades and shit. <laughs> so, it... it I understand it wasn't mm-hmm. exactly a perfect game, but I mean, the story story wise, it was. The story was fantastic. I had to I had to do uh, overnight barracks duty once, and I was playing Metal Gear Solid Two, mm-hmm. and uh, it's definitely got some uh, extended cutscenes. <laughs> and uh, so I was playing it, and my squad leader was with me at the time, and he's like, "What are you playing?" And I was like, "Oh, this." And he goes, it "Doesn't seem like a game. It seems more like an interactive movie." <laughs> and I went. Well, you're not wrong. I mean, I can't argue with you at, at, on that. Oh, God. I wish I could remember the exact cutscene, but it was in Guinness World Records. The longest video game cutscene of all time was, I believe, in the first Metal Gear Solid. It might be part two, but it was definitely one of the first two. And it is 40 minutes long. And I think it's the gunfight chase at the end of the first one. That one's pretty liquid. long. Two's is pretty long, too. Whenever you're. Two. God, I could fall asleep listening to that shit. I love two. Two is so fucking right. I yeah. thought you were getting ready to say, well, they just hand that out when you're in the military. They give <laughs> <me."> <laughs> Here you 
Here's your military training, boys. <laughs> yeah. This is Snake. Be like Snake. <laughs> don't be like Don't be like Raiden. Don't be like Raiden. Be like Snake. <laughs> they just give you the demo. Their name gave you the full game. Yeah. Uh, Death Stranding's coming out on PC early summer 2020. That's from Kojima Productions. So, yeah. 2020, the, you know, the wait will be over for PC fans. So, I don't... I don't know. Death Stranding is still one of those games I keep looking at it and thinking, what is it? What exactly? What even is this? Yeah. I think that's part of the what's going to sell it is the the mystery. The Maybe. fuck are we looking at? Maybe. His, right. his name, Hideo's name, and what the game is, and Norman Reedus. And the fact that it, it was birthed from Silent Hills, which was a amazing looking demo. Control is one of those games we need to look at sometime. There's yeah. red in it. There's, a lot There's of lots of fucking red, yeah. <laughs> but Control looks really amazing, and I've actually heard that this is their first game that they they make, and it's a top to bottom amazing experience. Uh, I keep I keep seeing it pop up every time I look up news on Death Stranding. It's like, oh, if you like Death Stranding, check out Control. So Control is one of those I think I'm finally gonna take the dive into and try to grab Jump sometime first. soon. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You don't like it? I've been down that road before. I mean, you. I mean, that, like that's Gear where. Too. If you're oh. unsure about the game, go rent it. Yeah, five bucks, six bucks, whatever they charge. Mm-hmm. Rent the game, play it for a few hours. And you're like, all right, I like this enough, I want to buy it. That's what I did with Fallout Four. Right, game came out five years ago, and I'm like, I'm gonna rent it finally. I loved it. My girlfriend loved it. We went and bought it. I know Fallout Four is really good uh, because of the modding community, like Skyrim. There's so many mods out for it. There's so many fixes. Bethesda is you... well known for releasing a game we know all with bugs mm-hmm. and then some of the bugs they're like we're not even going to patch that because the community will take care of it for the, the modders part, yeah. will sit down and they'll fix the bug only a couple months ago did Skyrim did Bethesda finally release a patch for Skyrim that fixed shit that modders fixed on day one <laughs> I, I will say I, I have something to kind of rebuttal what Josh just said that oh. it's more of a joke at than anything but you said what makes the game good is is you know because of the modding community behind it when <laughs> then I think about that I'm like so to make the game good somebody has to alter it <laughs> <laughs> We'll say that's what makes it long-lasting, though. I, and, and it was just a but joke no, more no, I, well, it, it's, a play at it. I mean, sometimes yeah. it's true. Sometimes games are just such crap that you need mods to make it even worth playing. Right. But someone was showing me a mod of Fallout 4. Uh, you know where Fat Man is? Look, yeah. I'm looking at one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We're here. <laughs> yeah, there's three of them in a room together. No. Basically, in Fallout, a fat man is a rocket launcher that fires miniature nukes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, someone modded it to where it fires a stream of them. And not, not, not a stream. <laughs> it literally looks like rain of mini nukes. So many that just tapping the trigger causes the game's 60 frame rate to drop. <laughs> to like to one. Nothing. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> but by God, you can nuke everything in the fucking world. That's my kind of mod. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm sick of this place. <laughs> Fuck was, this consistent it, frame rate. How dare it? <laughs> it was nice knowing you. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one we were playing, uh, Mark didn't get it download, downloaded in time, but Nathan and I were playing uh, World War Z. Number one, I didn't even know that there was a game out. Was it paid by Pepsi? No. Was Pepsi and I thought it was Coke at the end where he's drinking. I could kick your ass. The other day we had this discussion and I said Coke and you're like, no, it's Pepsi. 
<laughs> I don't know what to say. I We're don't going pay... to the footage, folks. <laughs> I don't pay attention. He's I don't in a pay red attention. Hallway, to and it's a blue soda machine. Why do I even know that? I've never even seen the movie because it sucked. Fight me. It wasn't that bad. You realize you just said I never even seen the movie because it sucked. How do you know it sucked then? Uh, IMDb. Reason, oh, okay. Reasons. Because of the reasons. <laughs> Look, IMDb is flawless in its methods, okay? Whatever. Well, they're better than Rotten Tomatoes now. Not really. They've, more, they've listed Morgan Freeman as dead like three times. <laughs> it's Pepsi. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's official. And what's funny is he's going to say it tomorrow. He'll be like, eh, it's Coke. And I'll be like, I thought it was Pepsi. No, it's ma- or it's, a, it's root beer. It, it ain't Dr. Pepper. I, I would remember that. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't get your... your... When you're going and you're blood boiling. I got one right here in my hand, folks. Oh, man. Anyway. Can't confirm. Uh, World so, War Z, folks. Yeah, World War Z. <laughs> um, man, uh, I had a fucking blast playing it. We need more people because it was just me and Nathan and two bots. I imagine that it would just be Left for Dead again. Well, it is Left for Dead. And uh, I haven't posted them to the Facebook page yet, but I made like 16 memes. <laughs> 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 all about all about uh, World War Z. Well, I didn't take long. And we did it while we were playing, like while waiting for it to load. I was like, "Ooh!" And I look, I would look at through my meme list and be like, "Yep, that one," and and make a kind of meme about it. Uh, half of them are good and half of them are bad because the game does have flaws. Uh huh. But uh, all in all, had a great fucking time playing it. Um, it is like Left for Dead, except there is there is a lot more zombies, of course. Uh, no way. Shut up. And the first scene when you make it down from the roof, okay. you have to make through a couple hallways to an elevator. You have to kill a few zombies. Uh, it's a nice, quick little intro that teaches you the rules of the game. So then you make it down to the elevator, and you're in the roof of a mall, and you make it down to the atrium. And as you look out the main windows, the street is a river of zombies. I mean, it's fucking awesome as hell to watch. And, and they do, just like in the movie, they climb over each other, mm-hmm. and they make pyramids to climb up stuff. So, uh, there'll be sections of zombies, and I mean, it is Left for Dead. Yeah. Uh, with just more zombies. But better gun customization. Or any, in this case. Well, yeah, yeah. And, uh, which is cool, because as you, as you use your weapon, you rank up the XP, not only of your character and your class but your weapons. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make a weapon better, you have to use it specifically hmm. to gain XP on it. And uh, so your starting weapons will kind of suck, but as you XP them up, then you can add silencers. Now you can kill zombies in a crowd without drawing too much attention. Because at first you have a pistol with a silencer, uh, depending on the class you pick. Um, the classes are pretty good. They're flushed out really well. Excuse me. You got like medic, of course, mm-hmm. and then there's like slasher, slasher and exterminator. I've been looking through the perks for them. They're built more to be able to take on a horde than individuals. But then you also have gunslinger, which just uh, that's the one I've been playing as because I wasn't paying too much attention mm-hmm. when we started. And he seems to, uh, all his perks uh, increase weapon damage or start him off with more powerful weapons. Uh, of course, Medic has healing abilities. No way. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? Uh, there's one called Fixer, and the Fixer carries a gear bag. So if you're running low on ammo, you can draw from the Fixer's bag to refill your ammo. And then as he progresses up in his rank for that class, 
your perks include starting with breaching charges. Because as you play through the game, you'll find um, locked doors, which mm-hmm. you have to use a special charge to break into, and it'll have loot inside. I mean, it's pretty basic fanfare. But it's just, I don't know, something about it, to me, is much more enjoyable than Left 4 Dead. I also got on the Left 4 Dead train, like, two years after Part 2 was out. Left 4 Dead was a lot of fun, though. I, it's a Valve game. So. Right. No, I mean, yeah. and they, they nailed it. Now, I don't know if they were the ones that kind of created that four-person survival. Did they pioneer that? Or was there anything that you could equate Left 4 Dead to earlier than Left 4 Dead? Uh, aside from maybe Resident Evil Outbreak, I don't think so. Right. There was one game I played on PlayStation, I think, Project Eden. And it was... Oh, I heard... I, man, I haven't heard that forever. Yeah, it was four players. Uh, but it was also single player. And in your single player campaign, you could you could instantly switch to either one of the four characters. Mm-hmm. Didn't... Do you remember that game Brutal Force? Wow, that game. The, na- the, the name. There's a big crocodile man in it. Yeah. He kind of looks like the new Killer Croc almost. Kinda. I don't remember that. Then, it was no. a sci-fi game from uh, the original Xbox. and It was supposed to be kind of like. It was a third person shooter. If you look at it and you look at Gears of War and think about. Because it's a third person shooter as well. If you look at that and you, you can kind of connect the dots and see where maybe. That was where they went. They took from that. I haven't thought about brutal force in fucking forever. Yeah, I forgot all about it. I'm look it up real quick. But I kept thinking that there was a mode like that in it. Maybe there isn't. Maybe I'm thinking of Gears of War too much because there's horde mode. There is horde mode. Yeah, and you can do it in Gears. But yeah, Gears was one of those games. I wish they would have made four player co op because that would be a lot of fun. Well, you you figured they were going to lean towards that because in the first game, every mission had four people in it, but only two of them were playable. Exactly. I wanted to play as Coltrane, damn it. Yeah. Woo woo! Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. God damn, I love Coltrane. Man, I don't know what it is tonight, but EA is bouncing news verb or news blurbs off of us because Titanfall three EA just conf- has no. If and when on when it's coming, they say that they're not ready to announce anything and they don't even have if it's even going to come. Mm. So, damn it, make it. Just stroke it harder and eventually it will. That's yeah, true. Uh, it's not a game that we were planning on talking about and I don't know that much about it, but there was one I wanted to mention and that is Project Resistance. I've heard people say that it's pretty good. I, I don't know. I, I know. Okay. I read a Game Informer article on it. Okay. And that, that makes me an unofficial expert. Oh, okay. So, Just checking. <laughs> no, it is a Resident Evil spinoff. I don't know that it's Capcom that's making it. I can't remember if it is. I don't think it is, but it is in the Resident Evil 2 engine. I think that I know what you're talking about, and I think it is a Resident Evil... So when I first saw it, I thought it was a, a fan game, but it looks a little too good for that. It might be, but I don't know. Basically, what it is, uh, it, it's kind of like Left 4 Dead. It's four-player co-op, and there's a fifth player who gets to play as the mastermind. They can drop zombies, lock doors, put items and herbs. They can. Now, that's cool. Their thing is to hinder the player from their objective. And if you want to take a hands-on approach as the mastermind, you can drop in as a tyrant. That is badass. That is pretty sick. So... It's a little bit of Left 4 Dead mixed with a little bit of Evolve, I guess. 
That's neat. I agree. And I think Resident Evil needs something a little different. To spice it up a bit. Yeah, because Umbrella Corps was just atrocious. <laughs> there was... I saw gameplay of another game, and I'm sorry the name escapes me. But it was four-player, and four people get dropped down into a base. And, of course, there's monsters, and I have mm-hmm. to fight monsters. But... And I'm sure it's not completely new. I'm sure some other games done it before. I just... It escapes me. But uh, each character has a special tool. Mm-hmm. So you have to all work in tangent together. One guy can set up an auto turret. One guy can tag enemies. Another guy can clear fog out. He has a machine he can clear fog out of a room. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you get the idea. So each one of these characters has a special tool that can aid the team, but they have to work together. And yeah. it, it looked pretty cool. So that was enjoyable. I watched the... It was a... Maybe a demo or maybe even a tech test. Mm-hmm. Project Excuse Resistance me. was made by Capcom, though. Sweet. So, yeah, I, it looks like it did use the Resident Evil 2 engine, mm-hmm. whatever they used for it. Yeah, the renders I've seen for it have the straight Mr. Rex, you know, hat and all. Yeah. So, uh, like, RE2, the remake? Yeah, yeah, the remake. Yeah, the remake. Okay. No, they went so. back to the, the PS1 graphics. and I don't know. Retro's <laughs> in right now, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, even the RE2 remake... You can download. I download the skins. Yep. for Claire and Leon, um, which I play as. Constantly. I'm I'm reading here on Tech Radar. They're kind of giving a rundown on it, but they kind of compare it to Dead by Daylight and Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. It's that one versus four. Uh, take on the take on the monster deal. Yeah, so. it's nothing new, but the, but putting it in Resident Evil, I think, is kind of genius. Right, because there's a lot more potential there. Drop in hunters and lickers, you know. Right, you can do a lot. Be more. tactical with it. Right. Yeah. That's cool. I, uh, it's got the what's the tall dude? What's his name? The one that's in Resident Evil Two, Mister X. Mister X yeah, is the he, tyrant. He's he's able to be in it as well. Yeah, he's a tyrant. That's that's what you drop in as as the mastermind. Okay. And do you control them if you're playing as that, or do you just spawn them out in the world and they go attack them? Uh, both. I wondered. You yeah you can you can strategically put zombies like behind certain doors, but you can also, I I believe. You can take over a zombie if you want. That would be. But cool. the main claim to fame is you can become Mister X. Hmm. That I'm I know, sure there's some limit on what you can do as right, the mastermind. Right. Right. Without the mastermind, well, never mind. I'll just shut up on it because I can't. I know Dead Space Two had a multiplayer, where. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I think that could be something talked about later on multiplayer. Multiplayer sections that were tacked on last minute. Like Goldeneye. Was it tacked on last it minute? It actually was, yeah. It's kind of crazy, too, because that was that was, it, that was the standard for the long time. Was, that was the console seller. That's what yeah. made it yep. work. It, that's crazy, too. Uh, I can still remember back, back in the day playing uh, Perfect Dark. Yeah. Love that game. Uh, Steve and I played Perfect Dark just two-player on the 64 all the time. So, yeah. That was... That was loads of Perfect fun. Dark was cool because it, it, it took what Goldeneye had done and just ran it a little bit further. Yeah, you can customize your, your opponents, your bots. Yeah, other, <laughs> other than just picking, like, there there's even presets. You can make them a turtle. You can give them a shield, but, like, no maneuverability. You know, you could do cool shit like that. And I, did it have co-op campaign? I can't remember if it did. I can't remember. I it's think been the 360 so version did, but I can't remember if the game itself did. Right. Uh hmm. PlayStation View is coming to a halt. I don't know if you guys knew what PlayStation View was. 
Steve had it. Steve loved it. It's basically their cable TV service deal. It was so you could watch, you know, your ESPN, whatever, Fox News, Fox mm-hmm. Channels, and all that stuff. It was basically their their TV streaming service. It's coming to an end after January 30th, 2020. So hmm. there goes that. Another another one bites the dust. Neat. I'm, I'm so broken. Yeah, me too. Uh <laughs> World War Z does look cool, though, from what I've seen of it. It does give you that idea that, you know, teamwork. And what was uh, the zombie modes on Call of Duty? Mm-hmm. I played a lot of them with my buddy Jeremy back in the day when it was first coming. When it first came out, we played it to death. When it was and, cool. Yeah. And Horde Mode 2 on, on Gears. Those were a lot of fun. I, we played all through 50 Waves on Hard and, and Gears 2. And Halo, Halo Reach had yeah. Firefight. Remember that? Halo ODST had Firefight. I mean, it, it was ported to Reach 2, but it started right, on Right, right. Yeah, it started on it. That's fine. But that, I, I enjoyed Firefight mode, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I preferred Firefight. I never had anybody to play Horde mode with, but I always wanted to. Oh, man. It gets brutal that, towards the end. I bet it does. And on... Uh, start popping out rams at you. On the hard <laughs> mode of it, when you're playing it on hard, like... If you don't make it all the way to the end of the way, like there's 10 levels, I think, for each wave, up to 50. If you make it to nine and you die, you start back at like the Mm -hmm. 10. I I was like, (laughs) it was rough. Mm -hmm. Because we would do really good for a long time, especially on hard mode, and make it like right there at the end. And you're just like, oh, I can almost... Nope. One one stupid slip up and... Mm -hmm. You slipped on a fucking banana peel that Diddy dropped as he left past. Yes, exactly. Jokes. They happen. Yeah. So. I've not heard any here today. <laughs> I'm looking at one. <laughs> Forrest, did you get your uh, Fallout bitching in? Fallout sucks, the end. Okay. Nice. I love it. I love it. I, I mostly just wanted to compare and contrast Outer Worlds. Sorry, Outer Wilds, Josh. <laughs> and, uh, I deserve that. New Vegas. So I feel like I've done that. Outer Worlds is really good, and I'm. It's one of the few games that I think that I'm going to stick with and keep playing. It it's got enough narrative to it to keep me intrigued. It's got enough. It's got enough gameplay in it too. It's not just a a, a normal first person shooter. Mm-hmm. There's enough meat and potatoes there to keep me also because you're a lot busier than we are. You can drop it when need be and pick it up later, right? And not feel that you've. You know, because me and Nathan, we're going to be playing World War Z a lot, probably. And we're going to be ranking up and figuring out how to beat levels and try try to find exploits and stuff. So you won't feel like you're left out of world, you just jump in. Right. And take take up from where you left off. Gaming for me is like a uh, Saturday night after the kids have gone to bed. And, you know, I don't have to fight with anybody to have, for TV space or anything like that. So I'm guilty of that, too. Yeah. I actually got on last night, you know... The home the homestead was actually settling down real early last night. So, and uh, I actually had a moment about an hour and a half to actually sit down and play. So I took it I took it to my full advantage. So, which is rare for me on a weeknight. Very rare. So. Yeah. The other day, Chelsea got to playing Fallout, and she played Fallout Four from two in the morning to ten in the morning until I finally woke up and said, "God damn it, get your ass to bed." <laughs> nice. So. There you go. Gaming is fun. It is fun. Uh, you can throw us emails and stuff like that if you'd like, because this is the part that we talk about what this podcast is, and we pretty much wrap everything up. Hashtag pandering. Hashtag 
whatever. <laughs> Whatevs. Podcast at GamerDA.com. That's easier to remember. Mm-hmm. The Facebook's easier. What is it? Gamer discretion advised. <gasps> we have our own page and everything. Nice. There's a Twitter too, but I don't know anything about that. You don't? It's GamerDA1, and that's the only one I can actually remember. So there you go. Take that. Well, it's handy that you can remember because it's just one less thing it. for us to remember. Exactly. remember We're what? getting old. We're going to be walkers soon. So, <laughs> asking where our geritol and stuff like that is. Where's my, my, my metamucil? Like to it. Right. Gotcha. I went, did I take my Centrum Silver today? <laughs> Centrum Silver. <laughs> and my blood thinner. <laughs> All, All right. right, man. Yeah. This wraps up our old man complaining about video game podcasts. <laughs> They're so hard nowadays. Gamer discretion advised. We do advise discretion. It's true. Peace out.